Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Friday, June 12, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, time for the Hockey Betting Podcast heading into the weekend. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart in the wonderful burb of Mississauga as yeah. we... Yeah, yeah. Is he all right? <laughs> hey, we got a date. Training camp. Hey. <laughs> July 10th. Yeah, we'll take it, Brian. Uh, yeah, training camp, July 10th, uh, phase three uh, we're talking about right now. It, it'd be nice, though, Brian. You know, I read these stories, and the other leagues are coming up. You know, the NBA, July 30th. We got a plan in place. Well, we don't even have hub cities yet. So I know these guys are approach, approaching everything pretty slow, but... I'd like to get the ball rolling a little bit more. Maybe we can get some hub cities cooking and we can get some dates, and that would be fantastic. I'm praying, I'm praying that the, this thing is going to go through, pal. Well, the players got, were allowed to get back on the ice Monday in a voluntary fashion, groups of six, and, you know, so we're, we're getting footage of guys, you know, going around a cone, uh, putting their skates on, and that's where we stand. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's like, all right. But they look ready. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny though, Brian. I, I wanted to like break a little bit. Like there's absolutely nothing happening, but uh interesting stuff just from the Canadian perspective. Like I'll give the NHL of some credit. Gary Bettman and the the you know the commissioners of the sports here, uh, a bill they're trying to pass a bill. Canadian Parliament uh, is closing up on the seventeenth, but they're trying to legalize single game sports betting and I'll give uh, I'll give Gary and the guys in the NHL a lot of credit. You know, when you watch the New Jersey Devils games, they got the betting site up, and you know how many shots this period, how many shots on the power play, how many saves. Like they've been very good with the props, but this is the one thing. You know, when you're betting here, other than obviously, I bet on everything. So I have pro line. I have oh, yeah, yeah. I have I have multiple sports books, so I, I'm not the regular uh, rocker guy who plays like pro line. I'll do it once in a while when I'm at the convenience store picking up milk or something else milk and bags by the way because we don't have jugs but uh yeah when i'm buying milk and bags sometimes i play the the two and you have to play a minimum two and three game parlay for our friends who don't know about pro line but um they're they're into it right now they're, they want the single game uh, betting and uh, there's a few days left in parliament and they're really trying to push it that would be fantastic like, like wait a minute like push it for the return yes like they're trying to push a bill to legalize one game single game betting instead of parlay gambling through the government they want to ha- do it like you know, Vegas, New Jersey, everywhere else, they want to have single game betting, which we've been waiting for for years. So if they put the pressure, hopefully, on the government, I don't know what's going to happen, well, but honestly, at least they're moving this way, you know? I'm the least political person you'll ever meet, but I mean, Canada is this pretty progressive place, isn't it? I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I know. Why, well, why, the guy why, in why, is, why is betting? Well, the, the guy today, this has been going on forever. Why is it, why has this been such a thing with them? I mean, you would, you would, and now, you know, it's showing up in all the States in, and that was the NFL and an army of lawyers that held that up for three decades. What yep. the hell was going on in Canada? 
No, that's the thing. We have gambling. Like, hell, like we've had it b- before a lot of people. The problem is it's parlay gambling. And we all know we don't want to do parlays every time. If I want to bet on one damn game or one guy, yes, I would like to do that. So the pressure's on. Yeah, I'm not a political guy either, Brian, but if another party was in, you know, the liberals are a little bit different. I think the conservatives are much more into like making money through casinos, through gambling and through other things. And during a pandemic, I think it's a great way probably to get money back. Like if I'm in charge of things, don't buddy, I'd open up business for everything, but I think it's actually going to happen this time. There's they've shut it down before, but this time I have a different feeling that it's going to go through. Well, Hey, uh, you know what? You could end up getting a job like the guy that goes around and does, you know what? He just, he, he just, Mines the Stanley Cup and he just drives it around and hands. You, you you could end up being the mascot for Canadian gambling. You yes, could be, I can. You could be Gamblor. Yeah, yeah. Dress me up as Gamblor. You know what, what's my costume? Just a parlay ticket, like a piece of paper. Yeah, and I just no, show, hey everybody, I'm Gamblor. No, you just all disheveled. Your shirts out. Yeah, your hair's that's right. Ooh, rough night. In, uh. in other words, <laughs> in other words, you don't have to do anything. You're changing yeah. things. You're right, Brian. I don't need anything with my new uh, lid and my haircut. Right. I just come in disheveled. Wow, that single game betting's really beating me down. Hi, everybody. I'm Gamblor. Yeah, I like that. Gamblor. And, That's- and by the way, in the last week since we last talked, have any chunks of food fallen out of your hairdo? Uh, not yet. But uh, yeah, I went, by, uh, I went by the Chinese haircutting place. Still closed. Uh, I almost actually, Brian, for all the people who know, I almost... Uh, made a drive uh, to Kitchener an hour away to get a haircut. One of my listeners was like, Cam, I got, a, I got an appointment. I'm like, geez, you know, I, I really don't want to drive an hour for a haircut right now, but I'm going to let the rug grow another week. Or I got, you'll be proud of me, buddy. Yep. You'll, you'll be proud of me. I, I got, uh, I've cut it once in whatever, since March 13th. Uh-huh. And well, my Rhonda did it. And, nice. but, the, but the one thing she didn't do, she, she it was great. She's fine. Now it's ragweed again, but she didn't uh, have the the real sharp trimmer thing at the bottom. I I, I kind of got the mullet going. Yeah, I nice, know it's nice. I like that. Yeah, then my buddy did the same thing. He tried to get in the back, and he's got the the frothy mullet going. And you know, I got no problem with that. Like I don't know what I'm doing with like mine. Like it's it's like Ronald McDonald. It's 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 huge. Like it is absolutely huge right now. So I got to be honest with you, though, Brian, as a man that sweats a lot, it's it's not cool in hot temperatures. The pillow gets a little bit wet. I'm really not uh, down with that program. Uh, I might have to shave it off again, but we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, or call the My Pillow guy. Get a new pillow. <laughs> oh my! <wife. laughs> oh yeah, the My Pillow guy. He'll you'll get me into his church. And next thing you know, well, I got I got seventeen pillows. Thanks. Well, you hey, everybody. Hey, God, I found God. The guy used to be like a crackhead. Now he's like running an yeah, empire. Well, yeah, but you'll, you'll be praying for winners. <laughs> All right. So, okay, buddy. The Canadian. The border thing. Yes. They extended this to the end of July. Now, I, I would hope, see, there's a real conundrum, big word. Yes. A conundrum here that I think every Canadian would probably be okay with it. I mean, there are bigger fish to fry you know, with this virus thing, but I, I would think the people in Canada would be like, yeah, no, that's fine. You know, they can come back and those guys don't have to quarantine for the greater good for our sanity. But the thing is, that's the rub with all this stuff. All the testing, you don't want to be taking test kits away from people that need it. Uh, I'm telling you, buddy, the hub cities, they'd have announced that already. It's all these protests. They got to wait two weeks because in every market, there was a potential hub city. 
you had the protest. Now, now you got to sit back and wait. And see, we know the date for training camp, but the hub cities they can't say anything for another couple of weeks. Listen, you know what? And I'm for I'm for getting tests for people. My my dad is COPD. He had one. But let's be honest, like part of getting coming back to reality is sports, and you're going to have to accept this type of thing. They need they need to have the testing, and they're going to get it done. I'm surprised they haven't done the you know the hub city thing yet. But Brian, I'll tell you, a lot of these Canadian teams, you talk about the the legalese of it. Uh, the Calgary Flames already talked about yesterday in a story how they're going to probably go down to the United yep. States, and it makes sense. Like, why even screw around with being in Canada? A lot of these teams just go down to the states, do your thing. Can't like we have to we have to move forward. We can't wait a fourteen day quarantine. Hell, I uh, Marenzi, who I work with uh, at Sports Grid here at my place, flying from New York, he had to spend fourteen days here before he moved to Vancouver. That's law, and uh, th- these these teams aren't going to put up with that. We have to get the ball moving right now. So I think a lot of these Canadian teams are considering going down to the United States and, and doing their stuff there, so they don't have to deal with the quarantine laws. Even well, though they'll probably not, over, over, so, won't, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't they put push them through for professional athletes? I have to believe. Well, I had Reed Wilkins on my radio show, a uh, great guy from Edmonton, and you know about all the facilities up there and that place is perfect for this thing. It is. But, but the thing is, the Vancouver and Calgary are talking about bringing their camps to the States. Aren't they giving you the high sign that the league's giving them the high sign? Yeah, this stuff ain't going to be in Canada. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, before, I thought they were going to have one uh, hub city like Edmonton, but the way it was working and uh, you know the rules that we're having with the 14-day quarantine, it would make sense to have two United States cities as the hub cities. And I don't think anybody's going to argue, argue with that or the government has to just lift this quarantine thing for the hockey players, but it runs deeper than that, right? Because we're not sure about a second wave. Um, yeah, I, I have no problem with it, Brian. We just, I just want decisions made uh, and uh, less screwing around the better. Like, you know, you, you, baseball's screwing around with all these proposals. Hockey's actually doing a good thing. They're, they're showing their due diligence, but guys, like, we, we got to move forward here. We're almost in like mid, mid-June here. We got to get the, if you want to play, I, we we got to get some things done pretty soon, I'm thinking, you know? We have to move forward. No, there's no doubt about that. I mean, we know the, the round-robin thing. We yeah. know the playing series. And we're, we're, listen, we got a date for training camp. Here's the other thing, pal. This is what we said right out of the gate when Bettman first came on. Okay, they said mid-July. So it's actually bumped it up to, I mean, July 10th. Okay. But the reality of this is this thing's starting October or August 1st. And you do the math and you bleed this thing out. The final's not played till the first week of October. I think we're looking at a December start for next year. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that too. And uh, just the way things are going, yeah, uh, that you, you're making a lot of sense, Brian. Right now, do you see that story about Kim Pakula and the Sabers? You must, your blood must have been boiling. Oh, don't! Oh, we're trying to remold the team. It's like. A lot of a uh, lot of interesting are you, stuff. Eichel are came. you Kim? <laughs> yes, Kim. Are you? Don't lie, Kim. <laughs> anyway, I was watching uh, Dreger, Darren Dreger on uh, Dreger's Cafe there, and they had that a Eichel. Get a one-on-one interview with Eichel. See, Brian, you're on top. That's that's. See, Mike, this is why we got Brian to do everything. You, you can't slip anything. Past no this guy. Yeah, I threw him. I threw him a curveball. He's just. I've seen it, done it. But Eichel's been very outspoken about that, and you know, he's a guy that you know. Sometimes I think he bitches too much, but. Then again, as a Sabre fan and a Sabre player, it's like enough is enough. Like, are we ever going to get any better? Well, I got all these. Well, yeah. first of all, there's some wing basket in Montreal. Uh, <laughs> wing basket. Yes. I, I, I think, I, didn't you used to work at the score? Yes, I did. Oh, no, yes, no, 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 no. That wasn't. A, the guy at the score just took a, a scarfed a, an article and copied and pasted it like it was his. Oh. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the guy in Buffalo ripped them apart on 
on social media. Like, uh, yeah, excuse me, I wrote that. <laughs> no, the, I don't know if it was a blogger or some guy in Montreal. You know, the Canadians should go after Eichel. Yeah, and, and thanks. We'll, we'll, get, we'll give up Domi, and, and I go, yeah, sure, that'd be great. Let's do that. Uh, you know, like, please. Uh, but they're talking about his frustration he wants out. He never said he wants out. No. And he, honestly, I don't, I don't want him sitting here accepting this. I, I agree. miserable and bitter. And, you know, do something. Get the guy some help. help. I agree. Like, McDavid, like, you know, for a while you're thinking, but Dreisaitl's come up, and he's been one of the best players in the league. Edmonton's starting to figure it out. they got a couple good young defensemen. The goaltending has improved. Yes, Buffalo. Was I reading some story that Carter Hutton had some, like, eye problem, too? He's a goalie? I'm like, what the hell's going on? His left eye. Well, the guy. <laughs> Lasix. Okay. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Here you go. Yeah, this is the story of my life. All right. You got a pandemic, and they're letting 24 teams in. Yes. Like, Carter Hutton. <laughs> they come out of the gate. They win 30 in a row again. And, you know, and Carter Hutton, 6-0 and to start. And all of a sudden, he gets an eye. His left eye doesn't move as fast as his right eye, and he can't track the puck. Hello, minor detail for a goalie. And, and he goes 0-11. 0-11, <laughs> or they're playing. And yeah. he goes, yeah, I, I think I figured it out. Well, good yeah. for you. Okay. <laughs> Why did you figure it out after you were 0-2? <laughs> I got it. I'm, I'm good to go now. Oh, yeah, hey, I trust yeah, you. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come thanks. on, back. Let's miss the playoff for the next millennium what god that god i feel so bad i know you moved to vegas and i, I just no, I, I don't find i don't find humor in it because my team you know pissed away seahawks versus new england in the super bowl the leafs haven't won in decades it's just i don't find pleasure in other other people's failure but i gotta tell you the city of buffalo feels like it's got like a dark cloud curse all over it like with the bills and the sabers it's like god can't no, you throw a bone to these guys like, no 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 we remain relevant i mean the red sox once they finally won irrelevant cubs won relevant you know, I, it's, I got something to shoot for. Yeah, yeah, you got something to shoot for, buddy. You know, um, <laughs> or shoot myself. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> um, but anyway, what else do we, we got here? <laughs> well, I'm I'm just trying to think. I think uh, the break, who it helps, who it hurts. I think it hurts Vegas. I really do. It's I, funny I think- we had your boy, uh, you know, uh, Gary. Uh, 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 lawless in order on uh, with uh, Gabe and I on the show because uh, he used to work with the Jets and we know some people and he was saying you know that all the players that they get back kind of helps them but I would like to hear your reasoning for hurting Vegas well, um, no, that's why everybody around here is like oh yeah well you know they got healthy I'm like yeah well uh, the pros outweigh the, the pros and the cons they'd have been healthy maybe Alex Tuck wouldn't have been back and they were they were probably good enough to still you know, win the division, or who cares anyway. Um, but those guys would have been back by the time the playoffs got there. But I'm telling you, we've seen the coaching change work. Barubi goes and wins a cup. Vegas yeah. was just starting. To, they were rolling. They were starting to play good. Uh, DeBoer was getting to know them. They were getting to know DeBoer. And boom, shut it down. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you got to start all over with a guy you had, what, 15, 16 games with. I don't. I don't think the break did them any favors. And better was like, "Oh, they got healthy." I'm like, "Well, that's fine." I yeah. That, yes, that's true. I'm talking about. I wonder if there's. The, the, we don't know Cam. All these teams. Who's going to agree? Kill? Like, what are we? We're not be, shrinks. We're not shrinks. There I are guys you. are going to be out there, and you are going to see it. You're going to go. This guy, he don't care. Yeah, he just doesn't care. This is not. We're playing. We're playing in front of nobody. And you know, and you're the, right. 
you and say, that's all, you have say to do. all the right things, but I'm telling you, when you get, when it comes to betting, I like Winnipeg and I like, I like Columbus to the point where I'd stick my toe in the water, but it's like the golf coming off the layoff. You don't know what these guys have been doing for 13 weeks. I want to see what they've bring into the table. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and it's Jordan Spieth. We think maybe it has been good for him because, uh, you know, he needed to work on his game. He's playing a lot better. Kevin Kisner was uh, fuming. You know, I want to be one of the best players in the world playing better. That's the thing. What about some of the big guys, you know, like Webb Simpson, uh, a bad first round. You know what I mean? He's one of the, he was one of the hottest players. So no, we're not shrinks. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. I will say this though, Brian, I, I agree. And we talked about that on our, on our show as well. There's like the NBA, when they come back, some guys are like, this sucks. I, I live in a mansion, you know, I'm, I'm having sex with women. I'm do I, I live my life. I got to hang out in Orlando for months. It's like, I have a feeling like, I don't know. I wish I had inside information, but you're right. And I agree the exactly the same thing with the NHL. Some guys are going to go, this is a joke, you know, at asterisks, you know, and they're not going to bring their A game and play, play as hard as but, they but should. I, I, but we don't know what team that's going to be. God, if I had the information, it would be fantastic because I'd, I'd unload a boatload and I would take that chance. I buddy, just don't I don't know. know which one it is. Yeah. But I can, I can virtually guarantee you, and this is with and standing here saying I know nothing about what it's going to be like, but I can almost virtually guarantee you that one of the teams that has no business being in is going to go on a Tootsie Roll. Yes, I agree. That's exactly it. It's, we talked about this in the NCAA tournament. I don't know if it's going to be Montreal against Pittsburgh. You know what? No, what team actually makes sense? And I, Chicago. Chicago is one of those teams, you know, they can go on a heater. I can't believe we're here. We have an old aging defense. We got time off now. We actually about, want to get how fired about, up. How about, the, how about the Islanders? The Islanders. They were filming Louise, right? Yep. They, they were a mess. The break couldn't come. I mean, whatever. Now you come back. If, if they're all trying to get back up to speed uh, with skill and efficiency and all this other stuff, and Trotz comes back and plays a dump and chase game and a simple, hard nosed, grindy game. That's why I like Columbus over Toronto. Who's the better team? There's no doubt it's Toronto. But I mean, if Columbus comes in and plays a gritty dump and chase game, low scoring games, and the skill guys are trying to get up to speed, they only got, you know, they, if they can lose three games before they get up to speed. No, I, the thing is, though, and I don't know, it's lip service. I could tell you from being in the area. The Leafs are looking at this as a second chance. These guys are chomping at the bit. Morgan Riley was talking about it. Tavares was talking about it. This is a team that underachieves. So I'm not going to just say that. You're right. Columbus is a scary, a very, very scary team. Can they beat Toronto? Definitely. They definitely. That's what I'm getting at. And good for them. I'd. I, I mean, what do you expect them to say? I know. I know. No, no, but no, maybe no, they no, mean but, it. But maybe they not, mean it. Maybe. Maybe they're the ones that mean it. Yeah. They, okay. They, maybe this goofball thing is the thing that helps them put it top, and maybe if they bump into Boston, they beat Boston because of this stupidity. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, that's the thing. It's going to be unpredictable. So, you know, taking a flyer with a team like Chicago, Columbus, you know, it makes sense to me. That's the thing. I, I got to believe, Brian, I was looking at the Western Conference. It's like, I think every dog in that series has a chance, and I agree with you on Winnipeg. Winnipeg has Connor Hellebuck. I can tell you one thing. He's not sitting around you know, smoking weed and drinking, going to keg parties and jump, ju hey, man, let's go to Muskoka and party. This guy's in, like, somewhere getting his neighbor shooting, you know, in a batting cage, getting softballs at his back. This guy loves hockey so much. Like, certain guys are going to take the time off and work on it harder than they've ever worked before. Other guys are going to laze out and say, you know what, this is a joke season. 
We're not, as I said before, we don't know which ones, but I can tell you one thing. Connor Hellebuck's a guy that I'd back because I think he'll be ready to rock when they do play. The thing I, I find kind of comical, not because you know, it's like making it about me that nobody's agreeing with me, but all the talk. I mean, that's why I think Pittsburgh rolls. Oh, watch out. Montreal, Montreal, Gary yeah. Price, Gary Price, Gary Price. Right. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You had Hellebuck versus Riddick, and, and, and Hellebuck's got a chance to, you know, take home some hardware this year. How are they not saying the same thing about Winnipeg? I know. Well, I love Winnipeg. Like, if you look at all the teams for value, like, I'm just going to say, and you know, I know you hate that word, but I'm looking at the odds, and this is something where you look at underdogs because it's an even playing field. Everyone's playing. We don't know what they're thinking, what they're doing, who's ready, who's not, who's in shape, who's ready to play. I will say exactly what you said. The Islanders and the Winnipeg Jets, when you look at their odds, crazy. Blow up the tote board stuff. Both of those teams, I think, are lethal, and you're getting them at a crazy price with this format. That's all. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> no, we both agree on that. Like, I think the Islanders, the message with Trots, it was almost like, okay, they listened for a while. When I went to visit you in Vegas before COVID-19, you know, this team was on a heater. They went into Washington. They beat down the Capitals. We're like, whoa, whoa, our Islander futures look pretty good. I know you bought in. Then they went on, like, they fell off a cliff. And then now I'm thinking this is the type of team that could get back, like, ready to rock. And I think their price is fantastic. All right. I, the one thing, I, the other thing I would say to you, pal, uh, I think these uh, round-robin games, I, I really believe this, that the, the round-robin games are going to be higher scoring. Yeah. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I agree. Like, think about this. They come out. What's going to happen? Lazy defensive plays. They're not sharp. That's the one thing about the playoff hockey. You know, you get to see it. Uh, it's crisp play. The, the only way you score goals is on a mental mistake now in this type of format. I agree. Overs. Some goaltenders are going to be real sloppy coming into this one. I'm not saying Hellebuck, but I think a, f- a few of them, I couldn't agree more, Brian. I, I'll be over machines. I think we're going to cash on overs. Yeah, uh, and I, I think, uh, too, for some of the series, I do. I think they're correlated parlays. If I'm wrong about the Leafs, you know, the, the Leafs and over. If I'm right about Columbus, I think those games are Columbus and under. I, I think you can start to, you know, plot it down. Like the, the Florida and the Islanders, right? I mean, if it's Florida, it's Florida and the over. If it's the Islanders, it's the Islanders and under. I, I really think these there's a bunch of correlated series in there. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and we're going to pay attention to it. Um, I like your overplays early. Coming into this format, it's just going to be it's going to be so weird and different. And you know hockey, Brian. Like we can watch that game where the defense and the players. It's just so beautiful. Like you know, and I like a defensive game. Everything. You get out of your end zone. The goaltenders are on fire. The defensemen don't make mistakes. The passes are crisp. Everyone's in position. That's not happening this time. I don't care what you're doing. The way things are situated right now mentally, it's going to be really hard. And uh, in hockey, you, you break down mentally, we're going to see goals. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I'm going to come out of the gate with over, see how they adjust, and uh, we'll play it from there. And I do agree. If the Leafs win, it'll go over, and Columbus will want to play a stifling game to beat Toronto. Stifling. You like that? Thank you. Yeah, I, I read every once in a while. You got any other wild? <laughs> the comics. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. You got any? You got any wild topic? Anything we left on the? On no, the no. I just want hockey to come back. I want to get the hub cities going. I want some damn dates. And you know, once we do come back, Brian, we're going to be uh, on a on a heater. Like we'll be doing daily shows. I got to believe because they're coming out of the gate. Like even the MLS, they got three games a day. Um, you know, sports is uh, coming back slowly with the golf and the NASCAR's been going. Hey, I've hit three NASCAR races in a row. I don't even know what the hell's going on. But I had Martin Truex last race. Um, yeah, I'm going to tell you, buddy, we're going to be right now. It's going to be absolutely nuts. Like we're going to be working morning till like two o'clock in the morning when these things do come back. So uh, buckle up, buddy. Buckle up. Going to be good stuff, man. We love doing it. The hockey bidding podcast, our loyal listeners. I'll tell you, this thing will go through the roof if they pass that single game wagering bill in Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Imagine that they pass that. Then we start doing the shows. We're giving picks. Yeah. These guys don't have to go play three, two, three games, six games on a pro line ticket. They can actually just smash one game that they love the way it should be. <laughs> the way it should be. Hi, I'm Gambler. You want to bet on any game the way it should be. Yeah, no, I, yeah you're right. I'm going to dress up as Gambler and, and get some slogans and, uh, and I'll be the guy. I'll, rep- I'll represent single game ga- uh, gambling, Brian. That's my, that's my bag. I think you'd be great at it. Well, at least I'm practicing what I preach. You know, we bet, we bet, we horses, cars, hockey, like you name it, we bet on it. So yes, so if if I'm looking for, if you're looking for the role as gambler, I'm your guy. Yeah, I can see the commercial now. You're standing there. You got the the, the, the you know, you get like you're standing there in the, in the corner Unimart with all all the all the pro line tickets, and you throw them up in the air, and you go home in your recliner and start clicking away. <laughs> <laughs> big bowl of wings, steamy wings in the converter. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> then they cut to a shot of your callous thumb from clicking so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly, we're getting buddy. stupid, which is yeah. what we're best at. Yes, I agree 100%. Well, good luck with everything this weekend, Brian, with the plays, uh, the ponies and everything, and hopefully we'll be able to talk pucks and some damn games and get this thing cooking because i'm jonesing for hockey right now you got it my man he's camp Stewart. i'm brian blessing as always we thank you folks so much for joining us on the hockey betting podcast hey folks this is brian blessing hope you're enjoying the hockey betting podcast we have a couple chuckles try to get you a lot of winners hey we hope you like what you're hearing and if you do Hit the subscribe button, give us a review, give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause, and for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling, an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. 
always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.